Hey, I'm Joe. Just your average Joe giving you advice you did not ask for, yet I promise you can use it. I'm a life coach, a mindset mentor, and your soon-to-be best friend, and I'm just here to help guide you into a better version of yourself. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, guys, I'm going to talk about something super I would consider aggressive. There is always something you can't get over. At least I feel that way. I don't know about you guys. I always feel like there's something I just can't, just can't get over it. I'm like, it's stuck in my mind. It's all I think about. And whether it's a breakup, a last, like a lost job or something you've been struggling with for a while and you just, it's all you think about, right? You think about it during the day. You think about it at night. Next thing you know, you're dreaming about it. (laughs) Then you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I can't get it out of my head. First of all, I want you to know that that's completely normal. Oftentimes, we will have something we can't get over and our brain thinks that we can actually go back and make things different or change it. And the way that our brain processes that is constantly revisiting what happened, right? Like, do you feel like you're just rewinding over and over and over and over in your head to the point where you're like, okay, I need to stop thinking about this. Our brain literally thinks that by protecting us, we can go back and recreate what happened and it'll help us get over it. I have some news for you. That's not possible. (laughs) Like the past is in the past. It already happened. And no matter what you do, you you can't change it. You cannot go back and fix it or change it. It's not a Marvel movie. It's actual life. (laughs) Okay. So you, your brain is trying to trick you into thinking, okay, if we revisit this, if we replay, if we rewind and rewatch it so many times, maybe we can look at it differently. Maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have done that. No, you can't. The past is in the past. It already happened. In fact, the past does not exist. Okay, hear me out. That sounds crazy, but hear me out. The past does not quite literally exist in scientific terms. It only exists in the thoughts in your head. Whatever you are telling yourself about the situation is how it exists. Okay, that sounds crazy. Let me say it again, and then I'm going to give you an example. The past only exists in your head based off of whatever you are telling yourself, right? Or whatever story you are recreating or telling over and over and over, that is how you are going to see your past. For example, I'm going to tell you a story about something that happened in the past. It's a a make-believe story. It's solely for this example. But I'm going to tell you about a a story that happened in the past, okay? And I'm going to tell it in two different ways. But let me start with this, okay? Okay. Here's the story. I was in the kitchen cooking and there was a fly in the room roaming around looking to eat something. It was constantly in my way and when I went to go kill it, I just couldn't kill it. It would not die. I couldn't catch it. I couldn't get it to leave the room and it even landed in my soup. Yuck. Okay, that was the story. Now, I'm going to tell the same story about something in my past, right? The same exact story, but I'm going to tell it in a different way so you can see what I mean, okay? So, Here's the second one. I was cooking soup in my kitchen and I left the window open for this beautiful breeze that was happening. I don't have a screen on the window, so I was cooking and I accidentally let a fly and a moth into my house. I attempted to kill the fly so many times with like a wad of paper towels that I was like swinging a bat basically in my kitchen and making a ruckus and a mess. I started cracking up because I could not kill the thing. I was laughing so hard. I almost peed my pants and I ended up spilling my soup everywhere. The fly landed in my soup and I eventually had to scoop it out with a spoon. 
Okay, that was the second story. Do you hear, I hope you hear, that it's the exact same story, same situation with two completely different outcomes of my past, okay? Two completely different um, feelings of my past. It is the same story in two different ways, and one of them, in my opinion, sounds a lot better, (laughs) right? The past does not exist quite literally. It exists in the way that you are telling yourself about it. So for me, that second story sounds a heck of a lot better than the first one. The past is exactly how you are making it out to be in your head, in your brain. It quite literally all depends on how you word it, okay? So when you are so focused on something and you just can't get over it, okay, your brain is focusing so much on the past that we can't control, that's already happened, right? And it may be focusing on a version of the past that's not really helping you get over it, okay? Now, the way to get out of this, in my opinion, is to try to focus on the present, okay? Not so much focus on what you could have done differently, what you could have changed, but focus on what's going on now. Because you can't change what happened then, but you can change what's happening now. Instead of worrying about what happened, try to put yourself in a mindset of worrying about what is happening now, being present in the in. Being present is key here. What is going on in your life right now? Okay. Um, Now, this is kind of a side note, but I have a tip about being present. And I've shared this a few times. And I probably will share it over and over again because it's one of my favorite tips of all time. But it's being present where your feet are. Okay. So, for example, if your feet are in your home, And let's say you're a – I'm going to use me as an example. I'm a dog mom, I'm a girlfriend, and I'm a plant mom, (laughs) okay? If I am home and my feet are home, I am going to kick ass as a dog mom. I'm going to, you know, do all the things for him. I'm going to walk him. I'm going to make sure he's well-trained. We're going to do this, that, and the other. We're going to get his schedule together. I – maybe my feet change into the living room and my boyfriend's in the living room. I'm going to be a kick-ass girlfriend, right? Because that is where my feet are. If my feet go to work, I step into work. Being present where your feet are, your feet are quite literally at work, right? So you're going to kick ass at work. If your feet are, you go to your parents' house, you visit your family, you are a daughter, you kick ass at being a daughter, okay? Being present where your feet are is probably one of my favorite tools that I personally have to work on every day. It's something that I struggle with. I'm, it's so hard for me to let my brain switch focus like that. Um, I'll admit it's something that I've like had to master for probably 10 years now. But when my, like when I, my feet get to the gym, I'm going to kick ass at the gym. When my feet get to the grocery store, I'm going to kick ass at getting the best groceries for my body. Like I try really, really hard to be present in the current moment. Um, And if if you're ever with me in person, you'll notice I do that even with my phone, right? Like people always say, put your phone down, pay attention, be present. But if your feet, (laughs) well, fingers really, are presently on your phone, you are not presently in the moment. So we hear it all all the time in that example, but think about it from the standpoint of going to the grocery store, going out to lunch with your friends. Like Where are your feet presently and focusing on that moment? 
So that's a, that's a present tip that I like. There's another one that I, I cannot remember the philosopher that taught me this. So I'm going to have to do some research. I, I, I tried to Google it. I can't remember, but it's not my personal tool. I learned this from somebody else and it was actually on a podcast, but this man, in order for him to be present, what he does is he uses door frames as a welcoming board. Okay. That sounds crazy. I just realized how crazy that sounded. Okay. So he, when he walks into a room, right, let's say he walks into uh, the kitchen, he welcomes himself into that environment to be present in that environment. And I think he even does a phrase like, I appreciate where I am. So he'll be like, I appreciate the kitchen. I am here to be a cook. He'll say some sort of phrase like that. Um, And then when he walks into his daughter's room to read her a story at night, he'll say something like, I appreciate my time with my daughter. I'm here to kick ass as a dad. When he walks into the garage to do yard work, I appreciate having a yard. I'm going to kick ass at doing yard work. It sounds crazy as I'm like saying it. Totally. I know it sounds crazy. But it's the same concept behind being present where your feet are, but he's allowing each door frame to recreate a new presence. And I really like that because you don't realize how many hats you have to wear when you're in one house. You're cleaning the kitchen, but you're also taking care of your plants in the bedroom. And then you're also taking care of your children in the other room. And then there's the playroom that needs to be organized. And then all of a sudden you're becoming a maid and a clean. There's so many hats that we have to wear. I actually like the doorframe idea just a smidge better because it allows you to change those hats as you go from room to room. So that's a really good present tip. Um, Another good present tip is to ask yourself from an energy standpoint, where am I putting my energy? When I am out with my friends, I want to put my energy into my friends, not my social media. When I am with my parents, I want to put my energy into my parents, not my friends. When I am with my boyfriend, I want to put my energy into my boyfriend, not my family. You can look at it as if you are holding this like battery life of energy. And every time you hang out with people or do something, you are exerting that energy. But where are you going to put it? Like tokens, tokens of energy. Where are you going to put those tokens? I'm not going to put my tokens into my family when I'm sitting across the table with my boyfriend. It doesn't make sense. And it's terrible presence practice. So those are just some three tips that I use um, personally to keep myself present. And being present can really help you get over something that's really hard to get over. I'm not saying it makes things easier. That is totally 100% not what I'm saying. If you are going through something that you just can't get over, like losing your job or a breakup or, you know, a friendship is ending, it's going to be difficult. Like here, I'm here to tell you straight up. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy. I'm not here to make it any easier. But what I am telling you is that your your thoughts about it can completely change. Once you become in the future, you can take a look at your past and recreate that story, right? But if you start to focus on the present and and show gratitude for what's presently happening, it's a lot easier to quote unquote just get over it, Okay. I will say I don't quite believe in just getting over things. Um, I don't think that's ever the case. I don't think that's necessary. I think that everything is a lesson. And if we're looking at like a lost job or maybe a friendship ending, you can't just get over it. You can't just wake up one morning and be like, nah, whatever, it's fine. It's either a lesson or some sort of representation of what's going on in your life. Like whatever it is, you're not just going to get over it, okay? 
But when you feel like you just can't get over something, the best way to do it is by focusing on the presence, okay? The best way to do it is really analyzing what's currently going on and showing gratitude for that, okay? All right, that is all I have today in regards to just getting over something, although we're not getting over it, right? We're just working through it. (laughs) I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for taking advice from an average Joe. I love you very much, and I am proud of you, and I will see you next time. Hey, if you liked this episode, can you do me a huge, huge, huge favor and leave a review? Simple, quick opinions about the podcast goes a long, long way over here on the podcasting world. Don't forget if you screenshot and share the episode on social media to tag me at joe.treewartha as well. I love to see the hype in this community and feel like it brings us all together. Speaking of community, feel free to join my free Facebook community called A Bunch of Average Joes to collaborate with some more like-minded women just like you. In the meantime, I will see you next week. Mm -hmm.